What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Just Your Thoughts. Christian French and Nolan Meyer coming back at you. Nolan, how's it going? Outstanding. Wonderful. Today, we have a good topic for you guys. We're going to be talking about supplements. Now, supplements, you know, are they good, bad, in between? We're going to get to the bottom of that. We're going to go over, you know, the role of supplements within a healthy diet and lifestyle, in our opinion. Some of our experiences with supplements, uh, which ones we think actually work, which ones we think are BS, you know, the good, the bad, and the useless, and then a very helpful resource that we both enjoy to uh, figure out if a supplement is worth trying or not. So let's get started. All so, right. Supplements. Should you take them? Is there, are they good? Are they bad? Nolan, you want to start us off? Yeah. So, um, it's interesting because I was kind of just having this conversation with uh, one of the coaches at um, the high school I'm doing my, my kind of my internship for my strength and conditioning minor um, at, and we were kind of having the conversation because, you know, he said that it's a little bit of a, you know, high school kids, you know how we were when we were high school kids. They're not as educated about the topic, um, which is fine, but, uh, they're really excited about the idea of taking supplements. So it's probably a conversation that needs to be had, especially when, you know, there's so much misinformation out there right now. Like the coach I was talking to was saying about how a lot of his kids are always repeating things they heard off TikToks, stuff like that. And, you know, I don't blame the kids if you, you know, you can't expect them to have an education on every topic and, and what they should do. They might just see, you know, oh, this guy's getting really good results and he promotes this supplement, so I should take it too. Um, so the short answer that I'm going to give to your question um, is basically they're a small tool in the toolbox. And I think that's that I mean there's obviously a lot of nuance to that but they can be a, a small tool in the toolbox and um, you just have to be careful and you have to do your research when it comes to supplements and we'll kind of talk about some tips for for doing that um, but I would just explain to a in this scenario I would explain to a kid okay supplements are here to do just what they say supplement your normal diet and that means that if you don't necessarily need supplementation in a certain area, then you probably shouldn't take it. And also, a lot of times, all the supplements and what they advertise aren't always, you know, they're not always what they claim to be um, or what the, the benefits they claim to give you. Um, so one, I would say, in the grand scheme of things, they probably make like one or 2% difference when it comes to like your overall health and performance. Um, but I think there's still a place for them as long as people are educated on, on what they're taking. Yeah, that was, I really like the way you put that. And to kind of, to backtrack a little bit about the, the high school students, you know, at first it's like, Oh, like that's dumb. Why would you think that? supplements are going to take you to the next level but like it makes sense when you think of it like you know everyone eats food everyone 
sleeps. Everyone's lifting weights. Most people, most athletes are lifting weights at that age. Not everyone is taking supplements. So, so if I'm an athlete and I'm, you know, 15, 16 years old, I'm like, oh, that's something that I could do that other people aren't doing. That's going to give me an edge. And while it may give you a small edge, like you mentioned, you know, just a few percent maybe. I'm thinking, yeah, one to two percent, five percent max. If you have everything else completely optimized as far as nutrition, training, you know, the dosages that you're taking these supplements in, then yeah, it can give you a little bit of an edge. But they should never be like the primary thing you focus on when trying to enhance performance or overall health. You know, there's a pyramid. You know, we've seen these pyramid models of you know fitness and. Some people would have sleep at the bottom. Some people would have training. They would usually go sleep, training, nutrition. Those three would definitely be towards the bottom that build the base of that pyramid. Supplements are almost always at the top, as they should be, in my opinion. So, yeah, I think supplements definitely play a role. And in some people, more than others, like, you may need to take supplements. Like, for us, you know, we live in Iowa, and especially during the winter months, the sun is not out a whole lot in the winter because the days are shorter. And even when it is day, daytime, it's usually pretty overcast a lot of times. So we're not really getting a lot of vitamin D from the sun. And I've read, I think it's if you live above, like north of Atlanta, Georgia, from the months of like October to March, like the angle of the sun, that usually just isn't good enough to get you enough vitamin D. So you probably mm -hmm. should be supplementing with vitamin D. That's probably the one that I think a lot of people could, uh, benefit from especially if you live in you know the northern part of the united states um yeah. and then you know other people are obviously you know some people are deficient in, like iron and stuff like that but a lot of the things that people are deficient in that take supplements for they're like nutrients that you can get from food i think where a lot of people go wrong is they're taking supplements that are like you know these random blends of stuff that like you know it may be food and maybe just like a random root found in some part of Asia that's been known to increase, like, you know, energy or something like that. That's where I think people can go wrong. Yeah. And honestly, like, going back again to the conversation with a high school student, um, it's, it's more so a kind of a give and take with that. And, like, um, because you can tell a kid something, a hundred times, but that doesn't necessarily going to mean that they're going to absorb it and listen to you. So I think <clears throat> just to start off like a very good compromise for, um, maybe like a younger athlete or someone who's just starting to get into supplements. Um, I would, I would just recommend three to four things, um, just so that you can educate them while still letting them, you know, I heard, a, I heard a professor, put it like this once in one of my classes, you kind of let them scratch the itch of wanting to take supplements um, while still making sure that they're taking the right stuff. So in general, I would recommend like three to four things. So a lot of times with um, high school athletes, you know, they're constantly working out and going to practice and maybe they're trying to, to pack on muscle. So they'll lean towards like a protein supplement I think this is usually pretty, um, you can't, you can't, you're not really going to go super wrong with this. Um, but you just don't want the kids to be replacing their current meals with protein. So the protein should be 
stacked on top of their meals so they can still get a lot of protein from their from their whole foods diet um but honestly um i would say that if you're going to recommend a protein if i were to recommend a protein to the to the kid i would just make sure he got it from a a reliable brand but then i would also explain to him that hey you could also just drink chocolate milk like chocolate milk has a four to one carb to protein ratio um which is shown to um, be super beneficial for, um, developing muscle. Uh, and it's also usually higher in calories, which, which will, would also be good. Um, you do have some sugar in there, but that way it's not like, okay, I'm recommending all these different powders to this high school kid. And then they take it all home to mom and dad. And they're like, what the hell is this? But if you tell them, Hey, just get me some chocolate milk, there'll be a lot more um, open to that. And then on top of that, to, like I said before, kind of let them scratch their itch. Um, I think it's still a safe bet to, um, recommend creatine to them. So we've talked about creatine obviously before on this podcast, and we mentioned some of this before in a Q and a, as far as supplements go, but just to reiterate, you can explain to them that, creatine you know it's one of the most researched supplements it's dirt cheap um it's super easy you know you can just throw a a spoonful of unflavored um creatine into your you know into one of your beverages it'll dissolve um or you know if, if the kid wants to take a drink before their lift just so that they can feel you know like they're taking something you can get them a flavored uh creatine and and maybe it has a little caffeine in there. Um, but I think that's a pretty safe one to, to recommend. So, you know, chocolate milk, creatine. And then if you want, you can probably explain to them the, the benefits of taking BCAAs, um, but also explain to them that they might not be necessary if they're already consuming enough protein um, because I think BCAAs are a common one um, that kids usually are interested in taking and then the big ones obviously pre-workout so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna die on this hill because i you know i wasn't any better i was taking all different kinds of pre-workouts when i was in high school um so i'm not gonna pretend that uh i'm just gonna tell kids that they should never take it um but i would definitely just explain to them hey if you're going to take one of these pre-workouts just understand like how these companies usually make these pre-workouts they're going to throw all this fancy shit in there but really you're really only benefiting from a few of the ingredients so caffeine's going to be a big part of it um you know if you really want just like just the energy then maybe you go to coffee or you know um but you know you might get a little bit extra from some of these other ingredients like beta alanine or or whatever it is leucine or whatever but I think most kids just want it because they think it's going to be like a game changer in performance. Um, So just explain to them, Hey, if you're going to take this, just understand what these people are putting in here because you know, these supplements aren't regulated. um, So they really can throw whatever in there and then just explain to them like, Hey, no matter what, if you are going to take it, just remember like you need to ease into it don't be you don't need to take three scoops you don't need to drink two bangs a day um you can just 
you know, start off with half a scoop or whatever it is you're taking and then go up from there because, you know, you can get deep into it with them and explain to them how they can get tolerant to caffeine and how the effects that can have on your body. But, you know, it's, it's a hard conversation to have with, with a kid that age, especially because they're, they're excited and they want, they, I think their intention is good. They want to, they want to get better, but they're excited about taking these pre-workouts because they've seen other people take them. Um, so that's kind of a hard conversation to navigate, but like I said, explaining to them, you know, maybe, you know, chocolate milk, maybe some creatine, um, just tell them to be careful with the pre-workouts. And then, you know, if you want to suggest, uh, a multivitamin or a vitamin D and some magnesium, um, that, that might be, those can be beneficial as well. Um, just make sure they don't get too crazy on the pills just because I remember in high school, I, I, I saw like these vitamin packs that people were claiming were amazing. And it's like 11 pills that you have to take. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Who, who wants to sit down and take 11 pills? And then, you know, half the time what they say is in there is not even really in there. And yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's a whole ordeal, but I would just give them that basic, um, basic understanding like, Hey, these have a time and place in your diet, but it shouldn't be replacing, you know, your whole foods. Um, and if you are going to take something, just make sure it's a reputable, it's a reputable brand and the supplement has some concrete evidence behind it. And, uh, I don't know if you want to go over it French, but we do have a resource for you guys so you can find that out. Yeah. Just let me, uh, do you mind if I like go over your, yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. So protein hundred percent agree with you on that. I think, you know, I've all, I've said for a few years now that I think you could argue that, you know, protein is more of a, a food than a supplement. I mean, even though it's in those powder forms, I mean, it's, just contains calories and it contains protein, which is one of the main three macronutrients. So I think it's a good, I think it's a good option for people that are really busy. Like I remember like when I would get done lifting and only have, you know, 50, 20 minutes to shower and get breakfast, I would bring, you know, you know, scoop or two of protein, mix it with some water or some milk if I wanted some extra calories and then maybe like a banana or an apple for some carbs I think it's good for people that are on the go or if you want to toss it in a smoothie. So those are really good. But then I think you want to, or if people are like having a tough time, like eating enough protein through food, you know, I'm someone that just has like a really big appetite. So I don't really have that problem a whole lot, but some people are like hard gainers or, you know, maybe they're like on a plant-based diet. They can take like a vegan or vegetarian uh, protein powder if they're, since they're not going to be eating any meat. So Protein, hundred percent agree on that one. Yeah, those um, those liquid calories are your friend when you're trying to bulk up. Exactly. Yep. Chocolate milk, especially. So, um, creatine, also hundred percent agree. I think that's something that pretty much everybody, like across all populations, could benefit from. You no, know, I think we used to think, or there used to be like a scare. At least my parents were like very concerned when I was taking it. You know, I gotta got a story i could share at the end that uh some people might find humorous about yeah. that uh well i was gonna say the i think that's a pretty common miss uh you know 
kind of myth with with creatine and and kind of misconception because I've talked to several people and they kind of had that same belief. I was talking to one of my friends and he said that an older classmate of his said that, Oh, you're taking creatine. That's you better be ready to drink like two gallons of water a day because you know, there was that scare. Um, I can't remember your kidneys or whatnot. Yeah. I can't remember what happened, but I think a bunch of athletes were they wrestlers. They were trying to cut weight at the same time. Yeah, see, that can be problematic. Like, if yeah. you're dehydrating yourself purposely yeah. and taking creatine, which absorbs a lot of water, then you're going to run into problems. Yeah. But, you know, that that's a whole other discussion in and of itself. Yeah, so, but basically that event got gave creatine kind yeah. of a bad rap, but the People are, the yeah. reality is it's it's the benefits are, like, clearly stated in research, and, and they're finding yeah. even more, you know. There's, mm-hmm. there's potential... Um, benefits there's or there's potential uh, in using yeah and using creatine for cognitive benefits um there's a little bit of stuff yeah there's a little bit of research that suggests it can prevent some neurodegenerative diseases um like alzheimer's um so you know there's it's like i said that's little evidence and that's like with any of this stuff you have to keep up with the times and see if it's you know, if the science actually agrees with it still, but as of now, we know that that's a very sound and effective supplement. Yeah. And it's dirt cheap. Researched, yeah. And most cheap, most effective, well-researched. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's found in food. Like when you consume red meat and to a smaller right. extent, like poultry, like red meat contains creatine. Yeah. There's just not enough that like, I think five grams is usually the recommended dosage of the daily creatine intake if you're going to take it in a supplement form. Now, to get it five grams from like steak, you'd probably have to eat like two to three pounds of steak a day, which that's a lot of meat and it gets really expensive, especially yeah. if you don't like steak. So it's just easier and a lot cheaper to take it in a like a powder or capsule form. I would stay away from the liquid forms though because I've, you know, I learned in the class that you no know, the powder or the capsule which capsules usually contain powder within them but the liquid form is like not stable so it doesn't get like absorbed into your muscles quite as well so that kind of uh what is that is it bang that says it has like super creatine in it oh yeah that yeah i was gonna say i mean i i wouldn't go to that for your creatine source in the first place but if you were thinking that i'm, I'm debunking your myths so creatine great um BCAAs, this was something that I really, you know, thought was like that thing that was going to help me a lot when I was younger. And while I think that they have a little benefit, I think if you're going to get an amino acid supplement, you should look for uh, not because because BCAA stands for branch chain amino acids. I think that's three amino acids. I think it's valine, leucine and isoleucine, if I remember correctly. Now, here's the thing. There are nine essential amino acids. So, to, like, if you hear something referred to as a complete protein, that means that it has all nine essential amino acids. So, there's nine essential and then 11 non-essential, 20 total amino acids. So, if you're looking for an amino acid supplement, I would look for EAAs, essential amino acids, because they contain a complete protein profile. And I think they're just going to work a little bit better. But uh, that being said, I think if you're eating enough protein, um, from food sources and spacing it out throughout the day, 
um, well enough. I think they're more of like a luxury supplement. Like if I have a ton of, I have a bunch of expendable income and I want to just like try to get that extra edge or just maybe try a new product out, then I'll buy it. But you know, I have some right here actually. I don't use these on the regular. I just want to try this brand out. This is a Ben Greenfield's brand, Kian. I just wanted to try it out because it has a really good amino acid profile. And, you know, I just like to try supplements, honestly, every once in a while. I probably won't buy this again after I'm done with it just because, um, I don't know, I think I eat enough protein throughout the day that it's not going to make a huge difference. And, you know, especially with my, my budget, it's not, not the best thing to be spending my money on, in my opinion. But uh, let's see, what else was that your, or, oh, pre-workouts. Um, yeah, pre-workouts, you got to be careful with them. A lot of them will have propri proprietary blends, which basically they can list a bunch of ingredients and give the overall total amount, like, oh, two grams, and then list all the ingredients, which they have to list the ingredients from, I think, most used to least used. I believe they have to do that with supplements still. I know they have to do that with food. But um, so if they list caffeine first, that means there's more caffeine than any other ingredient. And the one that's listed last, that means they use the least of that. So that's the way people can kind of get uh, screwed out of their money. They'll usually fill it with a lot of the stuff that's cheaper. And, you know, sometimes the stuff that's cheaper is more effective, like creatine. But, you know, if it says like, oh, it has this in it, and it's like a newly researched supplement that's has a lot of good evidence behind it, but it's more expensive, you know, companies are always trying to, their main goal is to turn a profit. So they're not going to want to put as much of that stuff in there and they'll call it, um, you know, every, every company has their own like funky name of what they call their blend, like super pump matrix or something like that. If it ends with blend matrix or mix, like, you know, it's probably a proprietary blend. So I would just be careful with those. Always look for the caffeine content because they do have to tell you how much caffeine is in a, a scoop or a serving. So be mindful of that. Other than that, um, I already mentioned vitamin D3. I think good supplement for a lot of people to take, especially depending on where you live. Fish oil is another one that I think you can consider, especially living in the Midwest. I hardly eat any seafood just because it's a lot more expensive here. And, you know, when I'm on my meal plan at school, they like rarely, if ever, like we might get fish like once a month. So it's like, and so, yeah, I think fish oil is a good one. You know, the, uh, the typical American diet, the ratio of EPA to DHA is usually not very good. So that can be a good, good supplement to take. Other than that, I can't really think of anyone that are like super beneficial. I mean, you mentioned magnesium. I think it's another good one. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll take zinc. Yep, zinc. Yep, I think magnesium can help. I actually take magnesium. Um, you know, it can help with like bone density and sleep. That's the one of the main reasons I took it. So that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. So the resource that I know, I've known about it for, I can't remember if I knew about this back in high school or right when I came to college, but I've been using it for quite a while. And it's well known as a super reliable source of unbiased information as far as you know supplements and it's called examine.com and what they do is they don't sell anything besides their supplement guides they don't promote any name brands they simply do like 
they don't even do like oh like you couldn't even look up like c4 pre-workout they wouldn't have a review on that they have like specific ingredients so if you look up caffeine it'll tell you like what caffeine does recommended dosage and then the most helpful part i think is more of like a visual component it's called like a i think they call it a human effects matrix where they have this chart of a bunch of different things that they tested with like little arrows that point either up or down. So if it's like, Oh, energy production, uh, two arrows up out of three, that means it has like high evidence that it increases energy and alertness. And then it'll cite studies off to the side that support that, uh, that claim. So I really like that, that resource. I haven't found one that's better than that. Yeah, it's very solid. And it's very easy. It's simple. They pr- they promote some stuff on so- or not promote, but um, put out some stuff on social media as far as just like infographics that are super helpful. So I think they're they're doing some really good stuff. So it's a very yeah. good resource. Yeah, and I think it was created by a doctor too. I believe a physician, if I remember correctly. So it's it's pretty pretty credible in my opinion. Yeah. Um, there was one other source that I. Th- I think it's called consumer labs where they actually review like name brand products. You can look up a specific product and if they've reviewed it, they can test it for like, you know, if it says it has this much protein per serving, does it actually have that much protein per serving? Because, you know, unfortunately some supplement manufacturers will, you know, try to put in more cheap ingredients and fillers to turn more of a profit. So they test stuff like that. Um, I know they test for like heavy metals and stuff like that. So that can be kind of helpful if you're really looking in to get into like the nitty gritty. I think that one, is, uh, you might have to pay for a membership there, but I don't think it's terribly expensive. I think examine examines free to look up like any of the individual ingredients. I know you can get a paid membership and get like, I'm sure it's some sort of exclusive information. I know they do like a research review every month that you probably get sent, but, uh, the free content is really good in my opinion. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, unless you have anything else, French, I would just wrap up with, with one final thought. Um, do you have anything else? Um, do you want to go over like what supplements we are currently taking? Yeah, sure. Supplement blunders that we've had throughout the years. Yeah, sure. So I'm currently taking, um, I take fish oil, I take a very high dosage fish oil because um, I was prescribed it um, by uh, this eye doctor um, just because I was having some styes and like I had some issues with my skin. Um, So I take a very high dosage fish oil, um, which, you know, I would recommend a fish oil anyways. So um, and then I do take uh, creatine every day. So those two things I take religiously um, and then. Honestly, I will take zinc, magnesium, um, if I remember to. A lot of times I don't remember to, honestly. But again, like I, you know, I don't think they'll ne- they're necessarily make or break. Um, but I, you know, I should be more consistent with it. Um, and then I was taking vitamin D every single day. That was also what I was taking religiously. Um, but I, I I just ran out of that, so I'll have to get some more of that. And then um, I have protein, but I'm currently actually uh, cutting weight, so I haven't been using it as much. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll have one shake or like a, 
throw it in a smoothie like French was talking about earlier just to kind of um, get get a decent amount of protein for um, as low of calories that, as there is in there. Um, but haven't been taking that too much lately. And then occasionally I'll take a pre-workout if it's, if I have like a really tough lift. So like this coming week, I believe is kind of like my peak week, I guess you could say. So it's my last week, um, before a deload. So I'll probably take pre-workout for quite a few of my workouts this week, just because they'll be really close to failure. Um, but that's about it. I don't really take anything else. Okay. So I, I think supplements for me is like, I'm not like terrible with them, but it is something that like, you know, I tell people like you don't need any supplements, but like one of of the things that I enjoy doing is like kind of experimenting with different supplements and, um, I'm not taking anything crazy, but I do like to kind of research and try stuff and see if it actually has any noticeable effects on me. So for me, I take a daily multivitamin. That's another one I think that a lot of people can benefit from. But I mean, honestly, I think I could probably get away with not taking one just because I eat a pretty, pretty good and balanced diet. So I take that. I take magnesium, uh, magnesium citrate to be exact. Um, I take vitamin D3. Um, I take a decent dosage of that. I mean, look, I think I take, I take like 10,000 IUs a day, which may seem a lot for a lot of people, but I think, you know, especially during the winter, I don't think it's, I think it's pretty good to take a higher dose. Um, I take creatine, like I stated earlier, protein every once in a while. I usually get most of my protein from food. So it's more of like if I need an extra hit or if I'm in a hurry, um, I take a joint support supplement as a, it's like a glucosamine and chondroitin blend that's been shown to be helpful for us. Like, cause I know like I put my body through quite a bit of a beating. So it's, it's worth it to me to spend a little extra money and, uh, have that little extra help. And then something that I've been taking lately, it's called ashwagandha. And it is like, I think it's technically a root and it's, it has a uh, benefits like steroids. I think it's like, it's not steroids. <laughs> it is, it's a root. I think it's found in like Asia or some shit, but, uh, it's, it's shown, uh, research behind it to help like anxiety and moderate stress as well as I think a little bit of like increased testosterone, which like, I doubt, um, you know, I'm only 22, so I doubt I'll see any effects of that. But that was one of the, that was one that I just kind of wanted to try. I probably won't buy it again after I run out of this bottle just because I haven't seen a ton of super noticeable effects. Now, it might be something that it's like once I stop taking it, then I'll be like, oh, dude, I feel really stressed. But I doubt it's going to make a huge difference. And another one, I was going to say, I have the aminos. I don't even take these every workout. I'm just kind of taking them until, until I run out of that. As far as pre-workout, I've never really been a huge pre-workout guy. I have some that I think I bought like two summers ago and still haven't finished the 30-serving uh, containers, so that tells you how much I use it. doesn't mean I don't use caffeine, but I'm just not a huge pre-workout guy. I never really have been. Um, another one that I've been trying out lately and actually liking, in fact, I just ordered some more of it, is called um, Alpha Brain. It's from this company called Onnit. 
may have heard of uh, Joe Rogan talk about it, and it's it's uh, marketed as a nootropic supplement. So basically, like a brain supplement to help with like memory and focus. And I'll just read off a few of the ingredients it has: vitamin B6, pretty common, and it has like theanine, tyrosine, um, a few other things. But I've been taking that when I need to like really study hard or focus like at the beginning of the day and I've actually noticed a good amount of difference so that's something that I've been uh experimenting with and actually found helpful obviously none of these are absolutely necessary but I think that if you use supplements in a smart way they can provide you a little bit of advantage I think nootropics is something that you know a lot of times I have a tough time focusing on one thing for a long period of time so that's something that I'm really kind of looking to you know maybe try out a different few different brands because i mean another thing you have to consider is like the cost you know but for me like if it's something that is going to like help my health or like increase my focus or productivity like i don't really mind spending a good amount of money on it especially because i have a pretty you know a decent steady stream of income you know i have a few jobs here at school and it's you know i'd rather spend my money on stuff that's going to impact my health as um as opposed to like shoes and clothes like I used to do. So that's what I take my laundry list of vitamins. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, I don't have anything else unless if you want to, I just was going to finish off with like a general consensus on on it. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so again, like I'm just going to reiterate what I was talking about earlier, but I would say the whole name of the game here is just to, uh, do your research and it's going to be very temp <clears throat> excuse me it's going to be very tempting to want to want to buy in or believe in some of the claims that these people are making because of course everyone would rather just take a pill and have things get better um, but most of the time it's too good to be true so i would just say um, keep that in mind and just do your own research um, when you're considering adding a new supplement to your diet. Yeah, I think it's a really good way to put it. Hit the nail on the head. Awesome. Well, uh, I think that wraps things up. So, um, hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Again, that res or that resource, uh, examine.com. Um, really good. If you want to, uh, if you have any further questions about anything in specifics, Otherwise, you can always ask us. Um, just send us a message. Um, and yeah, we will catch you guys in our next episode. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening. Thank Peace. you. Peace.